Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. We are continuing on in our study of the book of Acts. We are in chapter 10 today. Remember yesterday, an angel came to Cornelius, the Roman centurion, told him to send to Peter, and that Peter would tell him what he must do. This man desired to be saved, desired to be in relationship with Jesus. And uh, so he called his servants and sent them to Joppa. We pick it up today in verse number 9. It says, The next day as they went on their journey and drew near the city, Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance. And he saw heaven open and an object like a great sheet bound at the four corners, descending to him and let down to the earth. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts and creeping things, and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And a voice spoke to him again the second time, What God has cleansed you must not call common. This was done three times, and the object was taken up into heaven again. This is a very interesting passage of Scripture, and I want to just talk about it for a moment or two here. Peter is about to go, he doesn't know it yet, but he's about to go now to, for the very first time in his ministry to, and in fact in in anybody's ministry, um, he's about to go to the home of a Gentile. And God is preparing his heart. How many of you know that God will prepare you and I for our next assignment? He will prepare us for what's about to happen in our lives. He will prepare us for what he wants us to do and the people he wants us to touch. And they may be different than us. We see in our culture today that that we are ministering across broad ranges of the social structure of our of our uh, society, and it's a very important thing. And so God is preparing His heart, um, and of course, like only Peter could, He He um, corrects the Lord. You know, rise, Peter, kill and eat. Not so, Lord. Then God said, "What God has cleansed, you must not call common." And then the verse says, "This was done three times." I think three times God admonished him not to call what He had cleansed common. So here's Peter, still a bit of a hardhead, still sort of missing the forest for the trees. And uh, but it's going to be made clear. Now we won't see the full, uh, we won't see this thing come full circle in this chapter. But in chapter eleven, you can see as Peter starts explaining this event to the to the believers in Jerusalem that he starts connecting these dots. But let me just talk about a couple of things that's happening here. Okay, the overall, or the I, I should say the overriding, very uh, evident thing that's happening is that God is, is releasing the New Testament believer from the Levitical law of, of food and so forth. What What is clean, clean and what is not clean as far as animals go. So he's telling Peter, you know, Essentially, you can eat whatever you want to eat. Now, if I've cleansed it, then you don't call it common. But really, what this is all about is people. How many of you know that Jesus, the heart of God, is at the center of every scripture, and it's always going to point us to people? What God is preparing Peter for is the ministry for these Gentiles. And, and in Peter's heart, uh, he believes they're unclean. 
Uh, we'll see that a little bit more later in some of Paul's writings. Um, but Peter believes, and these Jews believe, and you'll see it even after, after this chapter. You'll see it in chapter 11. They believe these people are unclean. And so Peter has no idea what's about to happen, but God is preparing him not to call these people common. They are cleansed. Friend, it's important for you and I to know that Jesus died for the sins of the world and that God sees the world now uh, in light of that. Now, they're not saved, but the moment they receive Christ, they, they're going to still look like they did when they were dead. They're going to still talk like they did when they were dead. Remember when Lazarus came forth from the grave? He was still bound with grave clothes. And, and somebody had to help him untwine all of that, unwind all of that, because he still looked, smelled, and, and acted like he did when he was dead. Um, and so we have a tendency in the church to be judgmental, uh, particularly people that don't look like us, that ascribe to a different lifestyle than we do, or whatever. We have to guard our hearts. What God has cleansed, we must not call common. And so now it says, While Peter wondered within himself, verse 17, what this vision which he had seen meant, behold, the men who had been sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for, for Simon's house and stood before the gate. And they called and asked whether Simon, uh, whose surname was Peter, was lodging there. While Peter thought about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Isn't it wonderful to be in relationship with the Holy Spirit? I'm telling you, when, when God starts speaking into your spirit by His Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, the Helper, the Paraclete, the one that will never leave you nor forsake you, the one that's going to always point you to Jesus, I'm telling you that is a powerful thing. And so as Peter is sort of considering all these things up on the housetop, he can hear these men down at the gate talking, and the Holy Spirit immediately begins to speak into his heart about what's going to come and not to worry that I have sent them. Friend, listen to me. You and I are on divine assignment, and we have God Almighty living on the inside of us in the presence and person of the Holy Spirit, and He will speak into your heart and into your life. It will almost feel like it's audible, but it will be Him speaking to your heart. And uh, Romans 8.14 says that those that are the sons and daughters of God, they are led by the Spirit of God. And we see here that Peter is being led by the Spirit of God. So verse 21 says, Then Peter went down to the men who had been sent to him from Cornelius and said, Yes, I am he whom you seek. For what reason have you come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man who fears God and has a good reputation among all the nations of the Jews, was divinely instructed by a holy angel to summon you to his house to hear words from you. And then he invited them in, lodged them. On the next day, Peter went away from them, and some brethren from Joppa accompanied him. So here we see now that Peter is on a journey back to Caesarea. He's going to go to the home of this centurion, uh, this Gentile man who desires God, wants a relationship. And the Spirit of God, God himself, has sent them to get Peter and bring him back. And already then the, the Lord has confirmed. See, if somebody comes up to you and says... Uh, well, God told me that you need to do this, this, and that, and, and you need to go do that. Maybe it's to move to Africa, or you need to, you need to go over here and do this, or God told me you should be in prison ministry, or God told me that you, know, you should do something else. You should leave your job and take another job. Listen, friend, if anybody ever tells you anything that God hasn't already told you, 
then just disregard it. We see here that these men came. They said God sent them. Peter never told them what the Lord said to him. But the Holy Spirit had already spoken into his heart. So when they told him that, don't you know his heart was singing? He just It was just a confirmation, see? Anytime somebody has a word from the Lord for you, it will always, if it's from God, it will always be simply a confirmation of what God has already told you himself. He's never going to talk about you behind your back. He's always going to come to you first. And we see this happen in Peter's life. And so tomorrow when we pick up right here, we'll see how Peter is actually there in the home of Cornelius and some very amazing things happen in the home of this Gentile. You're going to be excited. So thank you for your time. That's all we have today, but I'll see you tomorrow right here on the podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.